0: Welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Coburnett, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word.
1: Good morning! Thank you so much for joining me again this morning and I'm so glad that you're listening in, whether it be on the radio, or by Facebook or one of the other platforms, but thank you for joining and I hope you know that I am always so honored that you would take the time to listen in and I pray that this time would be a blessing. I always tell myself and then I tell the young people whenever I speak to them, but if we could just take one thing away whenever we listen to a devotional or a message or a lesson, if there would be one thing that the Lord would use to work on our hearts, then that would be worth it all, that would be a success. But I hope you're having a great week, and I'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend. I am excited because my brother and his family are visiting with us, and my brother's actually gonna be preaching. Joe is gonna be preaching on Sunday night, and we may get him to sing a little bit. I'm not sure about that. Um, But anyway, I'm always excited whenever my family can be here. We live a long ways from all of our family, Pretty much, I'm the oldest of seven children. My husband is also the oldest of seven children, and our families are literally scattered, literally around the world. I have a sister in Tanzania, East Africa, and then everyone else is just all over the United States. So whenever we get time together, um, it's precious time. And I hope that you will take advantage and uh, look for opportunities to spend those special moments with your family. I was thinking especially as we look ahead to the holiday season and Thanksgiving is almost upon us, and. For me, it seems like Thanksgiving or Christmas just run right together, but I hope that you're already making plans to keep your family uh, centered on the Lord during this time. During this Thanksgiving time, let's take the time to stop and thank Him for all He's done for us. During the Christmas time, let's take the time to point our families to what Christmas is really all about. And yes, I know I'm early, but I'm sure you're like me and you're already making those plans. But please, plan to make your family. uh, Keep them in church during this time. Keep them focused on the Lord and what it's really all about. So, thank you so much for joining me this morning, and we are going to talk about a lady in the Bible who is one of my favorites. I've been thinking a lot about the different women of the Bible and the different ones that he used in so many ways in the Bible, and this is one that um, I'm attracted to the stories of the strong women and how God used them and how they were willing to be used by God, and this is a lady that um, she is one that I called it, she had a past and her name is Rahab, she is the harlot Rahab that the spies found in Jericho whenever they were sent to scout out the land um, to see if it was what, whenever they were gonna conquer it. And we find the harlot Rahab there and you know the story. She was in Jericho and Jericho at that time was considered to be a mighty fortress, a stronghold. And they were, it was a very strong city and Rahab was there, she was a harlot. And I, I cannot imagine, how it was the day that she heard a knock on her door. And we believe, I believe, that by that time Rahab, was no, she had left her profession. She was no longer a harlot, but that was still her past. That is what she was known for. We don't know if that's why the spies, maybe that was their, co- their cover, but we don't know if that's why they went to her place. That's, we don't know if that's why they went to her house. But the Bible tells us that Rahab talks about how they had heard the stories of the children of Israel, how they had heard that they were coming. And even though the children of Israel looked at Jericho as a mighty fortress, that they weren't sure that they could conquer and they were filled with doubt, the people of Jericho, the Bible says that they were filled with fear. It says terror had fallen upon them. And Rahab said, for the Lord your God, he is God in the heaven above and in earth beneath. Beneath, And that's in Joshua 2 and verse number 11. So that was Rahab. Rahab had already, she had heard about the Lord God. And she had apparently already made the decision that she believed that, that the Lord, he was God. But here's the point. I can't imagine how she felt when she heard the knock on her door and she opened the door and there were the spies of the children of Israel, this great people that she had heard about and they had come to her house. I'm sure she wanted to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, y'all, I'm a harlot. I was a harlot. I have a past. You don't want to be here. You don't want your name associated with me. But you know what? She didn't say that. She did not let her past hold her back. She let them into her house and she hid them and the Bible tells about how the king sent the soldier, sent his men to find them out and she hid them and she preserved them and we know the story. She hid them overnight. And the next day she put the red cord down but before they went, through, went down that red cord and escaped away, she made them promise. She said, promise me that because of the kindness that I have showed you, promise me that you will return and when you return to conquer the city, because she said, I believe you're coming back. She said, when you return to conquer the city, promise me that you will spare my family, that you will spare my loved ones, that you will spare our lives. And you know what the Bible says that those men said that whoever is in your house, we will preserve, We 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 will not kill. And that's exactly what happened. And I love to read through the story of Rahab and how God um, protected her and he preserved her. But there were several thoughts that stood out for me. I saw first, and I've already mentioned it, but Rahab was a past. She had a past, but she did not let her past hold her back. I don't know who you are, but I know you've got a past. I know I've got a past. We all have a past. And if we will allow him to, the devil will take our past And he will throw it in our faces, and he will use that as the reason that we should not serve God. But I'm so thankful, just like I told someone recently, that Victory Baptist Church and our churches should never be a museum of saints. They should never be a place where we put on display all the great things that we've accomplished, because that's not what we're about. Our churches are not a museum. But our church is a hospital for hurting people. And every single people that every single person that darkens the door of this church, every single person that sits in our pews on Sundays, we have needs and we're hurting. And we're here because we need the Lord. And we're here because we need help. And you know, that's the way the Bible is. The Bible is not like the Guinness Book of Records that has all these amazing feats that, you know, when you read through the Guinness Book of Records, I don't know about you or I read through the Olympic records and I think I could never accomplish that. I could never measure up, but that's not what the Bible is. The Bible is full of story after story after story of broken people, of people that had lives that were a mess, but they gave them to the Lord, and He fixed them, and He healed them, and He used those broken lives to bring glory to Him. So I see that Rahab had, her pa- had a past, but she did not allow her past to hold her back. And then I see, secondly, that Rahab had a choice to make for the present, and she made the right choice. You know, undoubtedly in the past, especially in those days, her occupation as a harlot, who she had been, had brought great shame to her family. It is very possible that her family was ostracized simply because of what she did. Undoubtedly, if she ever had any children, they were marked because of what she had done. And Rahab could not change that. She could either wallow in that and she could just focus on how much she had failed and how much she had failed the people that loved her and depended on her, or she could take that day that she had and she could make a right choice right then. And you know, that's what Rahab did when those men knocked on her door and she welcomed them in and she gave them a place of refuge. And then when it came time to leave, she said, would you please, would you spare my family? She made the right choice for the present. You know, Rahab, long before those men came to her door, she had heard the stories of the children of Israel that were encamped around about Jericho. And even though Jericho was considered a fortress and Jericho was considered a mighty place that would probably not be conquered, Rahab believed, I think those people, I think that God is the real God. And she had chosen to place her faith and trust in God. She made the right choice in the present. I don't know what your past is, but you can't change it. You cannot any more than I can, go back and live any day that is in my yesterdays. But I st- and I cannot live or make the decisions for tomorrow yet, but I have today, and I can make the right choice for today. So whatever decisions you have to make today, whatever you can do today to exercise your faith, to preserve your family, to make the right choice, do it for today. And tomorrow, live tomorrow and do it for tomorrow, but live in the present and make the right choice for the present. And then I see this, she had a past, but she didn't let her past hold her back. She made the right choice in the present. And then I see number three, Rahab's faith pleased God. You see, we don't just read about the story of Rahab here in Joshua 2, but the story of Rahab is found over in Hebrews 11 too. And I can't imagine that Rahab could ever have pictured that there would be a chapter where God put so many heroes of the faith, people like Moses, people like Abraham, people like Joseph. And right there in the middle of all that, there is the the harlot Rahab. And you know what the Bible says about it? The Bible says that by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not, when she had received the spies with peace. And the Bible says in that same chapter, in Hebrews 11, verse number six, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. And I don't know if you are like me, like I was, but for so long I held on to my good works and I thought, you know, I can do some good to impress God. I can, I'm not, I'm a sinner, but I'm not as bad as the really wicked sinners. But in my heart of hearts I was the worst kind of sinner because I was not, I did not have faith and I was still trusting in my good works and you know, Rahab wasn't trusting in anything except for faith in God and that pleased God. Rahab's faith pleased God. The Bible says that by faith Rahab perished not. And if you and if I am not going to per- perish in the flames of hell someday, and I will not, but it's not because of anything good that I've done, but it's only by the faith that I've placed in my Savior, Lord and Jesus Christ. And that's what the Bible says that Rahab, she perished not. No, she didn't perish an earthly death there in, in Jericho because she believed, but the Bible says that she, she did not perish at all because she put her faith and trust in Jesus. And Rahab's faith pleased God. And then I see number four. So I see first Rahab had a past, but she did not let her past hold her back. She made the right choice in the present. Rahab's faith pleased God. And then I see this. I see that Rahab's family was preserved and not just that, but her legacy was passed on. I think one of the things that impresses me the most, when Rahab back in Joshua number two, Joshua chapter 2, it seems that her focus was for her family more than herself. She says, and that she will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that they have. And the only indication to herself, she says, and deliver our, she put the word our lives from death. She was there on behalf of her family. And she pled for mercy on behalf of her family. And her family that day, whenever the children of Israel came in to conquer, they were preserved. But you know what? God did so much more than preserve Rahab's family right then. God gave Rahab a new reputation. Whenever I think of the, the story of Rahab, I don't think of a harlot. I don't think of, I know her as the harlot Rahab, but I don't think of a woman with loose morals. I think of a woman with strength and stamina and courage. And God did that for Rahab. God told us her story and his word, and he gave us a new reputation. Rahab had given herself an awful reputation by the choices that she made. But when she placed her faith in God, he said, I'm going to take that. He said, I'm going to make you a new woman. And when we know Rahab today, she is a hero in my mind of the faith because of the choices that she made and the strength that she chose. And God can do that with you. I don't know what your reputation is, but I know you've got one. Maybe it is overt, obvious sin that the whole town knows about and you feel that everybody talks about, but that doesn't matter because God can take that and change that. Maybe it is a hidden sin of the heart of bitterness. Maybe it's our tongues. We as women, we can be awful with our tongues sometimes but I don't know what our reputation, I don't know what our past is, but God can change it if we will just choose Him in the present. Our faith will please Him and He will take us and He will preserve us. But I love it too that God just didn't preserve her family then. He gave her a legacy that she passed down because see, Rahab isn't just found in Joshua 2 and she's not just found in the Hall of Fame in Hebrews 11. She's found in Matthew 2 in the lineage of Jesus Christ. And long before Jesus was ever born in a manger, he chose to put in his family tree the harlot Rahab because he wanted us to know that God uses broken lives and ordinary sinful people just like you and me. And she was in his family tree. I love this. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse number 5, it says, And Salmon beget Boaz of Rachab. And the Bible scholars agree that Rachab is a reference to the Old Testament character of Rahab. Think about that. Rahab was put in the lineage of Jesus Christ. I don't know what your past is today. I don't know the choices you're faced with today, right now, but I hope you make the right choice because the choice you make today can be the, the token, the small grain of faith of a mustard seed that God needs, that He will take, and He will preserve our lives, He will preserve our families, and He will give us a lineage that we have no idea about. I can't wait to get to heaven someday, and I can't wait to meet Rahab and thank her for her story of strength. I can't wait to thank her for being willing to stand up, no matter what was in her past, and to make the right choices. Thank you today for joining me. I pray that this would be an encouragement. Please tune in next week. I'm so excited for you to hear from Jennifer Russ. She is um, the wife of our new assistant pastor, one of our new assistant pastors, Brother David Russ. She has already been a huge blessing to me. She is my dear friend, but she is a strong lady in the faith, and I'm so excited for you get to hear from her. Please join us next week, and I'll look forward to being with you again the week after that. Thanks so much. Y'all have a great day and a wonderful week.
0: Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies' devotional podcast with Joanna Kobernack. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.